Once in royal David's city stood a lowly cattle shed, where a mother lay her baby in a manger for his bed. Mary was that Welcome to episode number 12 of Father and Dad, where we discuss the Catholic faith in the modern world from our unique perspective of Father and Dad. I'm Dad, PJ Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing, Stephen Carraher, his son. Yes, and actually uh, this episode you might be hearing some noise. We have both a photographer and a writer from Northwest Indiana Catholic in here uh, taking some pictures and they interviewed us a little bit beforehand. Don't be alarmed at any clicks. (laughs) Don't be alarmed at any clicks. So, uh, Stephen, some interesting news today, right? Yeah, some great news. So today, um, when we're recording this, because this is probably going to come out on a Sunday, today, May 22nd, Friday, um, the Bishop of the Diocese of Gary, and I think all the Indiana bishops as well, don't quote Mm -hmm. me on that, I'm sorry about that, but Bishop McClory has announced that um, the mass dispensation, which has been given to um, all Catholics in the Diocese of Gary since March 2020 because of the pandemic, is about to be lifted in a couple of weeks. I want to say it's June 11th. Yeah, so. you know, I didn't get the exact week, but June 11th sounds about right. Yeah. I think it's the second Sunday in June, which yeah, would actually be the... Solemnity uh, of the um, uh, Sacred Heart of Jesus. Yes. Solemnity of the Sacred yes. Heart of Jesus. Yeah. So it's it's good. Finally, I know you have uh, some uh, some. You're you're very you're very happy that we're we're well. We're coming yeah, back to that, I, right? I'm happy about it because even before the pandemic, I felt that there was there was um, momentum away in our society from physical being together. Yeah, and and uh, and part of. What I enjoy, I enjoy the physicalness of of the mass. I enjoy sure. the I enjoy the singing. Mm-hmm. I enjoy I enjoy the smells. Oh yeah, uh, you know that's just all reminders of us because it, it's it, it's not just a mental thing. We're, we are souls and body t- yes. t- t- mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me, uh, that was an important thing because I felt as a society, I thought we were kind of drifting from that beforehand. So I'm hoping that the blessing is that by denying ourselves, or not denying ourselves, but by this, by what happened, by yeah, the separation. We've been separated a bit. Yeah, by the separation over the past year, maybe that'll inflame the hunger of, hey, we need to be together. We need to touch one another. We oh, need yeah. to, we need that, that, that presence together. Yeah, I sure hope so too. And yeah. I think it's, I think you're right. It's, it's kind of like the old saying, absence makes the heart go from mm-hmm. grow fonder. And I think that's so true when we're talking about presence, you know, the opposite of absence. So yeah, it's, it's a real blessing that we're able to go back to, as you say, the smells and the bells and being able to, yeah. Uh, you know, go back and celebrate mass the way that it's supposed to be celebrated. I know sometimes, you know, it might be a little convenient to, you know, be on our couch and watch mass, but it's, it's good to hear this call to come on back and to, to, to celebrate mass and, uh, you know, with, with the whole community and it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, Like you said, it's all the, all the smells and it's all the bells. Yeah. And for me, this is a little bit of an analogy is, uh, I kind of shared it with you beforehand. I, I had, I had an, a thought cross my mind once, kind of an analogy of, imagine you were invited to a, a dinner party that had all these beautiful pictures and everything uh-huh. looked pretty and everything like that, 
but when it came time uh, for food, there was no food there. It all, uh, you know, it all looked good, but there was no connect. And then imagine that you go. I think we all have places, people's houses that we go to that are messy, chaotic, but oh, yeah. they feed you well and all of that. Oh, yeah. And and I'm ready to get back to that mess and that feed. Not that the mass isn't beautiful and everything or, 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 and organized, or, uh, but I mean, I'm ready to get back, get my hands dirty, I guess. Yeah, no, and, and, I, I understand what you're saying. I think that's a beautiful, yeah. And just what I was trying to get at too, though, is, you know, the, the pretty pictures of sitting at home where everything's ordered on the yep. TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm sorry, you go ahead. No, yeah, I, I no, I think that's, I think that's right. And I think you, you kind of mentioned it as well, kind of applying that to the mass, you know, I think you say that, I think it's beautiful, you know, the mass is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but there is that element of, of, of smelliness, you know, I've heard, you know, as a server, as a server at St. Thomas More, we love our incense. And so <laughs> I know so often, you know, I understand, I understand where people are coming from, but sometimes people, you know, they get upset when we, you know, use a lot of incense and we're smoking out the yeah. church, you know, um, but there is, you know, there is, there is a beauty to kind of the messiness that comes around with, uh, just yeah. kind of being physical and yeah, the mass is this, this beautiful thing. It's this beautiful encounter with God. Um, but there is there's an element of messiness to it, you know. There's there's an element of humanity to it. I'm going to take you off on something we didn't even talk really, and that is, I think that the mass, you, you know, let's talk about your discernment. Yeah, I think that your involvement in with the mass, I think, with that getting your hands dirty in there, it wasn't just a um, something that was away and off. Mm-hmm. It was something that you were actually. You were physically part of that too. Oh, was that yeah. t- can, was that part of the the process? Oh, for with, you? without a doubt, it yeah. was. Yeah, I think a huge part of my process of kind of discerning this this call to the priesthood is, um, yeah, my participation as a server at St. Thomas More. Yeah, I just remember in fourth grade and even before that, I just really wanted to get up on the altar and just kind of yeah. you know do the things that I saw the servers doing. I thought it was really cool. I really liked the 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 alb that they were wearing yeah. like, oh, the white garments i really liked the cassock and surplus the yeah. mc was wearing kind of the black garment with the white yeah. uh, the white lace on top of it i was really attracted to that and and kind of going into the week long training process of of servers <laughs> back then which was just jam packed full of uh um yeah just a bunch of kids like me who wanted to serve the mass as well it's there's something beautiful about learning you know, just, th- and especially as a kid, you want to know the proper way how to do yeah, things. You yeah. want to know exactly how things, you know, yeah. are supposed to be ordered. Um, you know, first, because like, you know, father will, you know, you're always scared that like, oh, you're going to do something wrong. Your yeah. father's going to yell at you. Yeah. Or, and then, but you also want to make things, you want, you want things to happen, you know, the way that they're supposed to happen. Um, but yeah, but actually getting a chance to serve mass, to be close to a uh, father as he's serving mass, you know, yeah. giving him the cruets of the water and the wine when he's mingling those two elements. And eventually as an MC, when I got closer to him and at St. Thomas More, the masters of ceremony, they'll, they'll flip the pages of the missile during the Eucharistic prayer. So being just so close, like literally right next to father while he's confecting the Eucharist had a, I, I think a supremely important impact on um, just how I view the mass, kind of like seeing it, because you're not you're not really a an outside participant. You're right. You're, you're, yeah, and it, and the word I would use is the intimacy. Yeah, it, oh, of yeah. it all. As opposed to you know, not that not that mass is not intimate for those in the pews. Oh no, and you know you come up for communion, and and there is the physical touch, but it's even more 
so I think to that degree. From yeah, that, it's kind of interesting because it's. I think there is some truth to the to the idea of I because I love sitting really close to to mass even mm-hmm. if I'm I'm kind of. I used to take your kids in the front row. I remember, remember that. that. Oh, I remember that. I remember you bring in. It was like me and my sister and my youngest brother. Yeah. You know, cause, well, Rick, he'd always lay down. Yeah, he'd always. We're, yeah. we're going to break bad on Rick, but he'd lay down on the pew. <laughs> I was good. Just for the record, I was I was the perfect child. There's nothing wrong. No, I'm just kidding. But um, uh, yeah, the first yeah the first row. You know, I I definitely remember just kind of getting a chance to see what's going on and I'm, yeah. I'm glad I had the opportunity to do that that was super that was, yeah. I think that was very important to uh, my uh, deciding to, to enter seminary yeah um, but and even now like to this day I, I always try to get as close a seat as I can to, to yeah. the to the to the altar and just being as close as possible there's really something about being you know so close to that 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 experience of, of mass that representation of, of Calvary and it's it's a yeah. beautiful I think intimate's the right word yeah yeah, it's kind of beautiful too to see, um, you know, because it's a reflection on, um, you know, the mass is kind of, well, first it's that perfect uh, prayer to God that we, mm-hmm. the, the most perfect uh, Thanksgiving, the most perfect praise that we can give to God, and I think it's beautiful and it shows, um, it shows us who God is, yeah, um, along with you know us worshiping God and kind of thinking about this. We've talked about this too, kind of in our show notes as well, but. Um, it kind of shows us both the transcendence and the int- and the intimate uh, the intimates or the intimacy of, of of God with us. Yeah. Um, so those are those are two transcendence know, and yeah, those yeah. kind of intimate. Yeah, uh, yeah, two kind of big philosophical words. But I'll kind of uh, try to break it down a little bit. So transcendent means you know something is totally other. It's it's absolutely uh, above way, above yeah above you know who you are, and that's a way that we can think of God. You know. We think of God not as like another being like one of us, but we think of God as the great, as, as it says in, you know, Exodus, I am, you know, yeah. who sent me? I am sent you, you know, yeah. the, the foundation of being, the one who has created us, who perfectly loves us yeah. um, in such a way that, you know, we could never hope to, to dream to, you know, it would, it would be foolish to even think about, you know, the, you know, uh, just the, the great distance between us and God and his yeah. transcendence. But also at the same time, you know, what's so beautiful is that, you know, the mass, I think and you're getting to this too, is, you know, the mass is not just for that, you know, that just for that spirit within us, you know, not just for our soul, but it's for our bodies as well. Because yes. there's, there's an intimacy, this yes. intimate, you know, God is also intimate. And, and this is most, this is seen in his, his, his love of creation, his love of what he has created. He hasn't just created us like a clockmaker and just kind of let it run yeah. by itself. He is intimately united with us. And that's especially true in the incarnation. That's especially true in him taking flesh um, in the incarnation. You know, Jesus Christ taking on, um, uh, becoming a, a, a human in nature, you know, taking on human nature. Um, yeah, and I got to say this, that I hope this doesn't sound heretical, but I think that's crazy. <laughs> oh, no. You're I think not, that's I crazy think, when you think heretical. about it. I mean, God coming down. And because before Christ, all your religions had God is up on the mountain, yeah. separate from oh, us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that made, that makes sense. It makes a lot, yeah. It's a lot easier to believe than, <laughs> that, than Christianity. That, yeah, I find that more believable. And then here it is, is God comes, not only comes down and, and is man, but then suffers and dies. And mm-hmm. it was like, that's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. loco. You know, what do we do with that? Mm. Oh yeah, it's absolutely it's 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 a stumbling. I hope I don't get myself kicked out. No, no, no. You're you're asking. This is some good thoughts. This is some really good thoughts because it's absolutely crazy. You know, to think that you know the transcendent God has become intimate in creation. To think even to even start reflecting that the transcendent God would become a baby in 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 Bethlehem 
is absolutely bonkers. So, yeah, and you um, don't get more physical than that. You don't get more physical than that. Yeah, yeah. Je- you know, Jesus Christ came into this world not as a great king, but somebody yeah. who who needed other people to survive. Yeah, uh, I'm flashing back. Uh, oh, I'm sorry for cutting you. Remember, you were, I'm just flashing back to the chosen. I keep talking about the chosen. Oh, we that love episode, the chosen. So that's yeah, because that episode yeah, where Mary talked about when Jesus was born and how yeah. she was struck that he, she knew it was the Lord. But he needed me. Yeah. He needed me to hold him. Mm-hmm. And it's like that. Just that was just such a beautiful thought. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful thought, and definitely f- fruit for meditation. It's fruit for prayer. And it and that fruit, it and that it, that is fruit for prayer for us. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can always go back to that well. You can always go back to the well of, yeah. of, of Sorry, meditating I, and praying. I, oh no, no, you? that's that's good. Yeah. yeah, you can always go back to the well of meditating on the incarnation. You can always yeah. go back to the well of meditating on. Uh, just the absolute craziness in this, you know, and it's especially in the early days of, of Christianity, it's, it was scandalous to the Greeks who were hearing this because, you know, they were yeah. trained, you know, as you said, that, you know, the God or, you know, gods are, are, are utterly transcendent, that they're kind mm-hmm. of like absolutely above uh, humanity. And to even think that, you know, God would deign to, to take on human flesh, much even less the flesh of, you know, just a helpless child is just absolutely scandalous. You know, it's yeah. a stumbling block for, for, for yeah. Gentiles. But what's so beautiful is that this didn't happen just as like a concept or as a theory, but it actually happened. You know, yeah. this actually historically happened that, you know, yes. 2000 years ago, you know, this man, Jesus Christ, walked the earth who was both God and man. Yeah. Um, and it's just so absolutely beautiful. And to kind of piggyback off of that, um, you know, I think all the a lot of great patristic writers kind of key in on this. Though, so the early fathers of the church, while they're th- meditating on, um, you know, this beautiful thought of of the incarnation and the transcendence and the Im- imminence of, of of Christ and of of, of God, is the, the idea of this great exchange. So they see that this transcendent God, you know, utterly lowers himself uh, to to share our human nature, um, and it makes you wonder. The natural question is, why on earth would he do that? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, why on earth would yeah. the transcendent God who has no need of anything, who's perfectly yeah. happy, you know, in the Trinity, you know, one God, three persons, yeah. perfectly happy. Why on earth would he, you know, just take everything, you know, sacrifice everything to, yeah. to live among his creation? And the answer, beautifully written by the patristic authors is, uh, he came down, you know, he shared in our humanity so that we might share in his divinity. Yeah. He shared our humanity that we might share in his divinity so that, hmm. um, yeah. Uh, you know, we're able to share in in that that Trinitarian love of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and it's just absolutely beautiful. Another, you know, more more food to reflect on as well, and that beautifully kind of ties back into the Mass as well, which is that place of of supreme worship here on Earth, where we can uh, where heaven and earth meet, yeah, where you know spirit and I, body meet. I, yeah, and I think of that sometimes that like when I'm at Mass, I'm thinking this is. I'll, I'll feel at home in heaven because yeah. this is what it's going to be. We're all going to be here and be here with my friends. We're going to come up to the altar and, 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 uh, it's, and, uh, again, it's the, the physical presence. It's, it's the, the, the host, everything, the smells and, um, um, yeah. Yeah. I, go ahead. I, I have a, another yeah, tangent. I gotcha. Yeah. No, it's so, it's so beautiful too. Cause the mass, um, so the, the church teaches that the mass is, um, yeah, it's where, where heaven and earth meet. And it's, it's actually at its core, it's, um, uh, well, it's a sacrifice, but it's a, it's a representation of Calvary. Yeah. So, so in going to mass, you know, speaking about presence and being present at mass, and this is, you know, this is a great, it, it definitely makes us, you know, very sad with, with, when we're able, when we have to miss mass, like we had to do during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, is, you know, during the mass, we're actually going back to, uh, the cross on Calvary where it's not, it's not like some sort of like, 
you know, quaint idea. We're, we're, no, we're, the mass is, is the representation of Calvary. It's making real the sacrifice of Calvary to us at this very moment so that Christ's, you know, meritorious passion and death and his resurrection are brought to us in our moment, you know, that Jesus didn't just die and rise and save those, you know, 2000 years ago, but he still continues through the ministry of his church, through the ministry of his presence, you know, both soul and body, he is saving us through his passion, his death, and his resurrection. And we get to see that and we get to experience that at Mass, which is why yeah. it's so beautiful to be able yeah. to come back physically together and worship. Yeah, it is. And um, and Jesus taught us, uh, uh, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I, I, Jesus taught us to be physically present through his miracles oh, that yeah. he did while while he was here on his earthly mission. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at those miracles... Uh, not all of them, but most of them, he had a touch. He didn't like phone it in and say, hey, somebody far away is oh, cured. Yeah, it's no. like, no, you. I had to make some mud pies and put them yeah, on your yeah, eye and uh-huh. I had a touch. So, it, 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 oh my gosh, whoa, way big tangent, but I'm still going to go off go it, it anyway. Go for it. Uh, when I think of, uh, I think of, uh, oh my gosh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, um, the road, the mysteries of the road, the glorious yeah, mysteries. Yeah, the glorious mysteries. I yeah. think of them almost like working on a job. Okay. okay. When you work on a job, because I, I, I'm the CTO, right? Yep. My job is to teach other people. First thing is you come as you come, you do. Yep. You show everybody. That's what uh, Jesus did. He yep. came and he did. Yep. And then he instructed and then he left, but he sent help. That's, and yep. so while Jesus was here physically, he did. And what did he do? He he didn't go hiding off. He went out and he touched people. Yeah. He mm-hmm. knew he had to go and touch there, be physically present with people. Oh, yeah. And he instructed so then the next thing is you instruct, okay? Yep. And 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 then you leave that help for people so that they can come and go and do the same thing. So it's I I know that's a weird no, way it's of looking at it. it no, it connects it, really well. It, it, no, those I, mysteries. I, but that's why it's like a job because Jesus was in a sense it was on, it was he was job training. Yeah, was us. Mi- oh yeah. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, no, he and that's why we have a church, you know, that's what's so beautiful, and I think what's so beautiful is you know, our Lord came to us, but he didn't come and he, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't leave the work in such a way that we couldn't help out. You know, mm-hmm. he gave us the work to do right. with him. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So yeah, we're called, we're called, we're, yeah, because, you know, hum, I'll be, let's, let's be candid. Human instinct is to sit back and let other people do the work. I mean, we, we do. I mean, we do. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. do. We, we, we want to sit back. But that's just the, you know, because people wanted Jesus to come as the big conqueror to do everything. And oh, it's yeah. like, whoa, no, <laughs> it's not what you expect. Oh, yeah, you see the apostles <laughs> fall down on their faces many times because they think that. Yeah. yeah. No, but and it's what's so beautiful is that, you know, what Jesus does, you know, he calls up the apostles. He calls 12 men to be with him. And yeah. it's kind of funny, you know, if you think about it, like. He, he he has a three year job job training with them, and most yeah. of them is just it's basically camping with your you know and most of it is just kind of <laughs> camping like, yeah camping and you know and kind yeah. of like watching him do all these miracles, and then he he comes to you know he rises from the dead, he stays he he uh, he stays with them for a period of time after the resurrection and ascends into heaven, but first he gives them that great commission to go and baptize all nations in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit and to preach the gospel and to teach and to um, to drive out demons and to work uh, great signs and wonders. Yeah. Uh, it gives us a job, and and what's so beautiful is that you know he was present to us throughout throughout that yeah. whole that whole time. You yeah, know? and kind of for me to bring it uh, full circle yep. is that uh, I think before the pandemic we were losing that 
thought that we had to be physically there, you know, to, I think as a, not, I think as a society, I think we've been drifting from the need for physical presence. I mean, we do so many things, we do things online and we value online more than real physical intimacy Mm -hmm. and being together. And, uh, uh, I think the church calls, has always called, the church has always called us Mm -hmm. to be there physically and i'm and my prayer is and our, our challenge your challenge your challenge our challenge going forward is to encourage uh that and that for the, that so that means for us I, so as i said people don't want to sit back that because being physically present means taking risk yeah oh yeah and well look at the risk you know it was for jesus he got you know he paid the price and yeah. and, and so we have to be willing to take that risk absolutely and but hey that's what that's what that's what life is that is true so uh, yeah, that's just, um, um, that's what life is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, did you have some uh, closing thoughts? I thought you wanted to, to, to say some things or, or we're good. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's just really beautiful to talk about presence too. Just kind of like, as you said, wrap it up, talk about, um, uh, um, it's just so great to see, um, uh, the, the dispensation on masses lifted. It's, I cannot wait to, uh, to be able to, uh, come back and worship with, um, with everybody here back in Mass again, it's going to be wonderful to uh, to hear uh, St. Thomas More and all, all the churches around uh, around Indiana and hopefully around the country and around the world, you know, finally packing packing ourselves back up to the gills and, and singing praise to God at the Mass. So it's I can't I can't wait to for that day. Okay, great. Well, um, that uh, pretty much wraps us up here for this episode. Uh, thank you for those of you who've listened and uh, we and offered us your comments. Uh, we welcome your input. Uh, to help out listeners, uh, we've created two email addresses, father at fatheranddad.com and dad at fatheranddad.com. And as I always say, if you don't know who's getting which email, you're not listening to the podcast. It's true. And as always, there's no charge for our podcast, but we do ask uh, one form of payment. If you like what you heard, tell two of your friends. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He came down to earth from heaven, Oh